0: What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the show. And before we get to today's episode, I'd like to introduce you to the website that I've been using to record podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Hey, hey, Zach, you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. So I'm really stressed with
1: work right now, and I I have a meeting that I have to just attend and listen to everybody talk, and so I get to record what I what I'm introduced as. So I, mm. <laughs> I call into the meeting, and the recording plays. And it goes, Will Barnes. Santa's number one elf has joined the meeting, ah. <laughs> and so it's me. It's me. It's just a bunch of like veteran people from both companies on the line, and I didn't say anything for the entire meeting. And then, and then they're like, like my all I said was my goodbye. I was like, all right, guys, yeah, I got to get back to Santa's workshop. There's a lot of work to get done. I'll see you guys on Christmas. Ah. <laughs> you don't get. <laughs>
0: Steph Curry just hit the all-time record for threes and passes Ray Allen. But anyways, back to the episode. Hey, guys. I don't know if I already said it, but welcome to episode 17. Sorry I got distracted by Steph Curry breaking the all-time three record. Yeah, Um, no,
1: busy, Just making history.
0: (laughs) Got a good episode for you today. So let's go ahead and get started with Atlanta sports. All we got today is Hawks and Falcons talk. So, a little bit of a disappointment from the Hawks. We're sitting at 13-14, 4th in the Southeast Division, 11th in the East. We're one game out of playoff spot, but what's even worse than that is we are on a five-game loss streak at home. Like, dude. And a lot, and every single one of those games, we were leading going into the fourth quarter. Like, do we just not care to play defense anymore in the fourth like last night, um who did we play? It was the uh it was the Rockets. We were up by 13 points going into the third or going into the fourth and we lost 144 to like 120. Or sorry, they scored 44 points that quarter, we scored 26. And so we lost 132 to 126.
2: It's it's a rough one. I think we have a lot of good offensive pieces. Uh, obviously, we've been putting up some points, but yeah, we're kind of falling. We're falling apart defensively. Either it's been a lot of fouling, like unnecessarily, and just easy points at the line for the the opposition, or we're just unable to keep it together. Just little silly turnovers in the fourth. It, we get into points where we're like trying not to lose games rather than win them.
0: Yeah, but hopefully, even uh. Trey Young said today in an interview, he said that they need to stop like bitching at the refs and stuff because they do it way too much. Which is understandable because a lot of fouls I see, it doesn't seem like they're calling it on us, but they're calling it for their teams. But then again, you can't do anything about refs. Rhett sure knows that.
3: You can threaten to fight them.
0: (laughs) But anyway, so Hawks, hopefully we can get back on, on our feet again we got Orlando, uh, December 15th, Wednesday night. So hopefully we can get that win, get on track, and pull together a fourth quarter. But that's all I got for the Hawks. Um, Falcons, great win on the road in Charlotte. Oh, that was a fun game to go to. Uh, beat the Panthers 29-21. to Our defense showed up that game. Tied at the beginning, 7-7, and then we just kind of uh, steamrolled ahead. We had three turnovers, and one was a pick six on your boy, Cam Newton. How do you feel about that,
3: Rhett? We almost choked the game at the end. Let's not lie. The
1: Falcons almost choked at the end. Well, that's a Falcons thing to do. He also did. Honestly, I was thinking about it. First off, hat off to the Falcons. Love that we were able to get the victory but the panthers would be so much more successful if they would just start running wildcat or if they just like actually ran the ball or that's that's
2: wildcat Add Christian that's really wildcat well, That's not wildcat you can run you
1: can run the ball not in wildcat i think you just broke will's mind yeah <laughs> literally I, what i'm saying is you just line up cam newton in wildcat and then you can have him run or pass it off to somebody
3: just like
2: he's the I mean, qb that's, yeah. half, that's half of what they do they do rpo's all the time They're just not effective. They're just not effective enough. And unfortunately, I think he just hasn't been in the system with Matt Rule's offense long enough. And he's trying to force some stuff, which is causing issues uh, with the interceptions. But they were still in it for the whole game.
0: Yeah. But pulling Cam Newton out every time he does bad and putting PJ Walker in and he does the same thing. I'm sorry. Cam Newton is better than him. He will be. He just needs to figure the team out. So why don't you just let him play for a whole game? Stop putting him in and then pulling him the second he does one thing bad. Now, after that first game, if he starts keeps doing bad, then understandable. But that's my rant on that. Matt Ryan is okay. He's slowly, ever since I said he was good, he started... Uh, not really being good. It's
2: just like the Braves players. You need to start saying that they were bad, and then they'll start playing better for you.
0: True.
3: <laughs> Say it. Say it. He's bad.
0: He is. He went 19 for 2,890 yards, one touchdown. I think
2: in his case, I honestly think even if he's not making all of the plays, as long as he's not turning the ball over, I'm more okay with it. Very I think true. True. I think in the case of the, this game both quarterback both starting quarterbacks like played fine but the one that just didn't lose the ball is the one that won the game. Yeah. Cuz like if, if you don't have the fumble that led to a field goal and if you don't have the pick six I mean that's 10 points right there that completely changed, that changed the game.
0: Yep. I'll say, especially, I mean, you and I were there
2: and it was pretty fun. Oh but. yeah.
0: Even without that pick six, they still would have, because they would maybe not even get any points if he got taken down and that would put it at 28 yeah. tw- or 20, uh, 21, 21. So yeah, yeah. you're right, right. We almost choked it in the end. It was funny. I already said, I'm not, I, I'm not happy with the Falcons until that, that game clock reads zero. Yeah, I'm never. I can never be
2: comfortable. I've been yeah. burnt too many times.
0: <laughs> but yeah, Cordero Patterson though, he's a monster. 16 for 58, one touchdown,
2: and he's doing all of this with a like we've said multiple times with a subpar offensive line. He's able yeah. to be able to be pr- productive and efficient.
0: Dude, he had some good that that touchdown run. He went, broke like two or three tackles on his way. And you also have to remember
1: he is the main target too. Like like Calvin Ridley decided to step, you know, he's decided to step away from the game this year, and so Russell. I mean, yeah, Russell Gage is out there, but CP is the main target, and he's still able to make plays and get through coverage and get the first downs they're needed. And he's, I mean, he's just consistently scoring in
0: games. And his running Even game,
3: Kyle Pitts are both the main target.
0: Yep, yeah. and his running game is getting nasty.
3: Yeah, it's it's
2: been. It's been exciting to see. They're like it's been a little while since we've had one player that we can be all really, really excited about in multiple different facets of the game. Yeah, we've had like various players here and there Who that are? are really good, but they're either inconsistent or get hurt or get traded to the Titans. You know, you know how it is.
0: Yep. Hopefully, Russell Gage can step up. He did really well that game. Went four for 64 yards. They had one bomb to him where he got wide open. It was a one-on-one, and Matt Ryan just heaved it down to him, and they got it. It was such a good pass and good route running by him.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I think the, one of the things that the Falcons need is to start utilizing is more one-on-one. Like, if you get one-on-one, they need to be able to identify it because – Gage and CP, and honestly, Kyle Pitts can beat most players one on one.
0: Yep. So, but we got the 49ers this upcoming weekend in San Francisco, so that's going to be very tough. If our defense plays like they did, I feel like we can do well against them because our defense actually showed up and stopped them a good couple times. Let's get some revenge. Yeah. That's all we got for Atlanta sports. Nothing really happening with MLB because of the lockout. So Braves are still champs, and who knows? We might be champs for two years.
1: I'm kind of glad there's not much happening in the MLB right now because we have so much to talk about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Alright. On the NBA. Like I mentioned at the beginning, Steph Curry just hit his uh 2,934th Three-point passing, Ray Allen's record for most made threes. So congrats to him. Suns have the best record in the NL and the West. They're they're scary.
2: They have the best record in the entire NBA. Like they're they they're throwing together multiple like multiple winning runs. Like it's been fantastic to watch.
0: Yes, especially that eighteen-game win streak. And guess what? They actually play defense all all four quarters. Hawks could uh, get a lesson from them. You know, the Nets are first in the East and we almost beat them. But cuz we went into the fourth quarter with the lead, so they're first in the East. So that's that's a good uh, a good team to chase. I think Harden's out with uh COVID this week so he won't be playing.
2: The Nets are a weird one because uh, they have so much talent, so they should be ahead, but they just seem to be – they never seem to be, like, that exciting. You think that a team with that much was... power would be, yeah, like, yeah,
1: like,
2: yeah. like yeah. really exciting to watch and, like, fun and, like, dominating, but, like, they're just, like, better than everyone, but it's boring to watch.
1: I was thinking the same thing already. Like I don't get excited when I watch the Nets, like I do when I get to watch like
0: the Suns or the 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 Bulls or the Warriors. I'll say I love watching the Warriors.
1: Yeah, like they've literally Seth Seth, Seth or excuse me Stephen Curry is so good. He has put Golden State on the map.
0: Oh, dude! And once Clay Thompson comes back, oh my
1: gosh! Yeah, I'm. It's scared. gonna
0: be. It's going to be nasty. They're going to be so good. And he's going to be
2: back like right before halfway of the season. I'll say, when
0: is he projected to? Cool.
2: I know he should be. I think he's able to do like live five on five now or something like that. So he should be back soon-ish. I just know that they're not rushing it because he came back a little bit early last time and that's when he re-injured himself.
0: That's all we got for NBA. It's getting a little good. It's getting good. Further into the season we go.
2: Oh, wait, one last thing. The Cavs are actually good. Yes, yes. Oh the my, the Cavs
3: God. are actually really good. Yes. Isaac Okoro.
1: The Cavs are good, and I can't name a single player on their team.
3: Isaac Okoro. Yeah. Isaac is he Okoro. their star player? Colin Sexton. Colin yeah. Sexton. Yeah. Colin Sexton's <laughs> yeah. from Alabama. Isaac Okoro is from Auburn.
0: Oh, they must get along great.
3: Uh Sexton <laughs> went to Hillgrove for a few years before he transferred to I think like Pope. Oh, oh so that's he's
1: cool. a he's a cowboy. He's from Cobb County. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because
0: my that's brother knew him. Sick. Oh, that's so sick.
2: That is pretty cool. I'm just happy to see a team that for so long was like just in the wake of LeBron James leaving and now actually has a bunch of young talent that's playing really, really well together. And they're either yeah. competing or beating teams like the Celtics and the Wizards and the Heat and the Bulls. Yeah. And the, they're like, on a four game, game win Bucks close. streak. Yeah. They're, they're just, they're
1: playing really well and they're beating, being able to hang or beat good teams. And they lost it like they, they they lost to the Jazz by a point. They lost to the Bucks. And then they're on a four game win streak. They beat the Bulls, the Timberwolves, who are just sneaky this season, and then the Kings and the Heat. Yeah. That's, that's, I, Artie, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm excited.
2: Yeah, I mean, Darius Garland is also playing really, really well. Like, it's just exciting to watch all around.
0: Dude, I love seeing that kind of stuff. Like, a team you don't really, like, hear anything about, and they're just on top. And you're like, where the heck did this come from?
2: Well, you know, me being the resident Ohioan,
0: (laughs) I I always have followed Cleveland. Yeah, that's what I said. Just haven't had very
2: much to be excited about.
0: Well, looks like at least the excitement for your team is building.
2: Yes, I am. I'm a happy boy. If Will, if Will's not a silly baby because he won't let me call him that, then I'm a happy baby.
1: <laughs> I'm just trying to be more po- positive. I'm just trying to be overall more positive, and it's difficult when I'm getting name called for no reason. I'm just That's trying a name to call. To... It's
2: in it's it's out of endearment because you're so
3: cute, like a baby. Oh, so cute. oh stop! I'm blushing. Rhett, take us
0: into college basketball.
3: Okay, a new college basketball ranking came out. Um, this is. In the last four weeks, so a new ranking comes out every week. And in the last four weeks, we have had four different number one teams. So teams keep rotating that spot. This week, uh, Baylor gets the honors being number one. And then Duke, and then Purdue, UCLA, Gonzaga closing out the top five. Yeah. Yeah, So I'm going to go right into it and talk about how my four teams did this week. Um, Auburn moved up to rank 13. We have won our last four games by 15 points each. Um, we we played some pretty easy teams, to be fair. Um, and Jabari Smith has been the best player on our team by a good amount, and he's going like he was five star recruit, going to be a lottery pick, just insane. Outside of that, uh, Duke is number two, one of my teams, and they have not played a game in over a week. They play tonight. But uh, yeah, they haven't really played, so I don't have anything to say about them. Um, Villanova fell to number nine after they lost to Baylor fifty-six to thirty-six.
1: That's such a pitiful score.
3: <laughs> yeah, thirty-six points in an entire game is a uh, really pitiful. I, <laughs> their offense did not show up that night. They're like, honestly, they allowed fifty-six points. That's not that bad.
0: I'll just say that's a Unless very
3: thirty-six, yeah. very
0: low-scoring game. Yeah. Like, yeah, I thought most basketball games would be between sixty set or college would be sixty to seventy. Yeah, fifty six, oh, yeah. thirty six, nothing was dropping.
3: Yeah, that's bad. Um, but then my other team, Seton Hall, moves up to sixteen this week after they beat number seven Texas, sixty four to forty or sixty four to sixty. Sorry. So they won by four points, but they beat out a number seven Texas team, and they've really started to catch on fire here. So, yeah, that rounds out my teams. And, uh, Will, let's get into yours.
1: Okay, so I'll start with Michigan State. Since, Zach, I'm sure you're also going to mention MSU uh, that we share. But Michigan State um, beat in-conference opponents. They beat Penn State 80-64. to They also beat a sneaky good Minnesota team. And I say sneaky good not because Mississippi State just lost to Minnesota, but Minnesota just beat – a ranked Michigan team at home. They were like 12-and-a-half-point dogs, and Minnesota beat them outright by almost 10 points. So just, a, a just crazy play there. Michigan State, though, beating both of their Big Ten opponents, Minnesota and Penn State, moving to number 12. Um, I think it's pretty well-deserved. I mean, I'm excited to see if they can keep up this momentum going into the Big Ten tournament as they are continuing with this conference play. They've got a good chance. But, you know, I'm not going to jinx it. <clears throat> Anything could happen. For Big Ten teams, really. I mean, Ohio State's looking good, so they don't have to face them down the stretch. But Mississippi State, like I said, lost to Minnesota, and um, honestly, Mississippi State is one of those sneaky teams because they just keep on they just keep on throwing the games away. And Zach, it kind of remind me of the Hawks. um yeah. I really thought about driving up to Fort Collins and watching them play number twenty three Colorado State, but. I am pretty sure I'm the only person who cares enough to have done that. And I didn't want to make that drive there and back by myself um, yeah. in the middle of
0: Saturday. Every when there was time just- I get notifications on my phone from the Mississippi State game, it yeah. says we're winning. And then the last notification I get, it says we lost. And I'm like, what? I was like, we were just winning at three minutes left in the game. What happened? Right. Yeah, and so
1: this one was a pick I mean, it was a really close matchup, and like I said, it was in Fort Collins, too. So they're playing Colorado State at home. Colorado State's a ranks team, and they're, they're pretty good. But Mississippi State should have had this game. <laughs> and so I really hope, and I'm not saying that for the rest of the season. Now, UNC... Um, the only two teams that they're that they've played in the past week, they they beat Elon. They're currently playing Furman at you know in Chapel Hill and they're tied at halftime, 39-39. So you'll know the outcome of that game by the time this recording drops. St. Bonnie's beat Loyola Maryland. Um Rhett told me it was gonna happen. I tried to tell him I really hoped he was wrong, but he was right. St. Bonnie's lost to number twenty Yukon and Yukon is a good team. We saw Yukon take Auburn to overtime I, I think that Auburn's probably hands down the best team in the SEC so that just tells you how good UConn is you think they're better than Bama yeah. I I I well so we're gonna find out tonight right you know this is the are recording Bama's about to play Memphis but we're gonna find that out for certain but I, I I for right now yeah I do think that Auburn is better than Alabama I can't wait for that game then yeah no I mean we've got some good slates coming up but yeah, St. Bronny's loses to, to UConn um, this past Friday. They're playing Virginia Tech this Friday, um, yet they're still ranked number one in the Atlantic 10. Overall in the season, they're 8-2, and two, so St. Bronny's could be looking to make a run here, and I think they're going to take this UConn loss and just, just <clears throat> have a lot of practice going into the holiday season, but they're at the top of the Atlantic 10 right now, so they've got a good chance if they keep this up to make the tournament. We'll see, though, down the stretch. Zach, off to you.
0: Dude, I was just looking at all the SEC rankings. LSU is yeah. nine and zero. Lol, Kentucky is sixth best SEC team.
1: Oh, Kentucky! I watched that Kentucky Notre Dame got, game. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, they literally threw they, they Kentucky threw that game away harder than Mississippi State threw away the Colorado State game. <laughs> it was it was so like Notre Dame, dude. You talk about a comeback. Notre Dame just like I couldn't believe it in the second half.
0: Yeah dude, SEC actually has a good couple top teams or top yeah. 25.
1: But the only people that can talk or that LSU's played, I don't, I don't know if they've they played state anyone. They attack. have Penn Yeah, state. the only people that they played are, are Georgia Tech, Wake Forest and Ohio.
3: Uh Auburn plays LSU is the first game in SEC play. Uh the we 29th, yeah. Month, yeah. When does yeah, SEC
0: yeah. play start?
3: The 29th for Auburn, so I mean,
0: okay, so we got a little a bit. But yeah, I mean, talking about the SEC teams, Mississippi State, Will already talked about them. We're there, but we're not finishing. So. it's a good way to put it. Yeah. We got, yeah, because our last loss, 66-63, 81-76. Like, those aren't, those aren't, those are pretty close games in our favor. But we got Georgia State. Uh, tonight Tuesday the night we're f- recording, then Furman on Friday. So hopefully we can get those two ones out. Um, UCLA is doing pretty well. They're number four right now, nine and one. Only bad, lo- only losses to Gonzaga. They uh they got a win against Washington two to zero. That is not accurate. <laughs> I know it's because they have COVID, so Washington had to yeah. forfeit. Yeah, yeah, That's they just gave it. it- yeah, they put, put in
3: the scores 2 to 0 because of the covid.
0: Yep. And I got number 5 Gonzaga. They haven't played in a week, but so hopefully that'll cuz they were supposed to play Washington, but you know, because of all that uh covid stuff.
3: Pretty boring week.
0: Yeah. What happened with
1: Syracuse, Zach? I um, actually don't know. It's
0: right Yeah, they are they're 5 and 5. They lost to Georgetown. 75-79, um, they have Lee, Cornell, and then they have Georgia Tech's their next big game on Wednesday. But we lost to Villanova, 67-53. Oh, dang. Yeah, That's- and then got killed by Auburn, 89-68. So. Yeah. Uh, my Wait. team's beating Zach's teams. When do they uh,
3: –
1: yeah. oh, well, yeah, but that was all the way back in – I mean, that was a couple weeks ago in November. Yeah, oh yeah. my Auburn God, was did the Indiana? Did you see the like, Indiana score, Zach?
0: Oh that was a that was a freaking high scoring game. One twelve to one ten.
3: That's wait, give me one second. That's an NBA score. That's That's an NBA NBA
0: game right there.
3: Yeah. That's they went to double highest scoring game I've seen this year. Yeah, Auburn lost one fifteen to one nineteen. Those two games right there are both NBA games.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Wait, when do they play
0: Zach? When do they play Lehigh? uh next on f- tonight is it tonight yeah i think it's, i think it's saturday no saturday, saturday yeah saturday at 6 okay oh I'll, and then um yeah we we have three they have three games left in the uh in this month so that's cool they get some breaks between games but yeah, yeah. so hopefully they can win these next three georgia tech will probably be their toughest so We'll see how they do. Artie, how, how, how's Xavier doing?
2: You know, I think Xavier is uh, one of those teams that they kind of fly under the radar, but they stay pretty consistent almost every year. Uh, this year, they're sitting at 9-1, and one, and they are looking pretty solid. They've, they just finished um, the Crosstown rivalry with Cincinnati. Uh, also, shout out to my dad. It's his alma mater, Xavier. Uh, but Xavier moved into the top 25 for the first time this week uh, after the, some couple wins that since our last podcast. Uh, their wins over Ball State and Cincinnati, and then number one uh, Baylor, who is another one of my teams, moving into number one this week uh, after staying undefeated, and then they just passed number five Villanova. Um, I would have to check on that score really quick. Hold on. Uh, that was 56 to 36. Okay, so Baylor beats number five Villanova, fifty six to thirty six. That is just incredibly low scoring, and as we've talked about before, that is a boring game. But that's okay. Uh, following that, number fifteen Ohio State. Uh, you know, I'm a Buckeyes fan, always have been, always will be. They are currently sitting at second place in the Big Ten, and they just finished their second Big Ten game mm. with a win over number twenty two Wisconsin.
0: That sounds like a great game.
2: Yeah, it it seemed like a pretty good one. Uh, Wisconsin's one of those teams, too, that's kind of on the fringe of being at the top of uh, Big Ten basketball every year. Yeah, every year. (laughs) It's just like they'll do really well. They'll get to the Big Ten championship. A lot of times they'll make it to March Madness. They're just not ever one of the top four teams. And, again, with the Big Ten, they're another Power Fives. You're looking at Big 12, SEC Big East, Big Ten, ACC. A lot of those conferences have consistently like the three, four, five teams that are always in the top, and Wisconsin just floats away.
0: Artie, as you were talking about Ohio State, this next game they have is going to be a big one. They got Kentucky on Saturday. It's an interesting one.
2: Uh, Yeah, Ohio State. um, They have they have Kentucky this week. On the 18th, I think it'll be a pretty good game. Both teams are pretty solid. I think Ohio State, if they can stay on the offensive, they've been able to put up big points. Like I just mentioned, 73 points against Wisconsin, who has a pretty solid defense. And they put up 71 on Duke, 76 on Penn State, 68 on Florida, 79 on Seton Hall. So they're able to score in bunches. Um, So let's just see if they can do that and stay consistent and play some good defense against you know, a pretty solid Kentucky team. I think it'll be pretty good.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, that's like your next highest game. So I thought that was going to be cool. Uh,
2: After that, my last team uh, that I've picked for this season, VCU, where Alex went to college, uh, they had been struggling for a little bit, but they have come away with two straight wins over Jacksonville State and Old Dominion. And they do play in a couple weeks. They play those Bonnies that will so high on and hopefully they'll yeah i think hopefully vcu will come away with a win on that one
1: already it's gonna be one of our teams that that it runs the atlantic 10 i don't think that so. yeah. has a chance at the number one seat i think if vcu gets because you guys are in like the middle of the table right now i think if you get
2: you well, are, right um, now well nobody's played in the in the a10 nobody has played any conference game so it's pretty much wide open still
1: right Right, the only reason St. Bonaventures at the top is because they're eight and two. But right, yeah, you're, you're entire, you're are correct. I mean, I I think though, like, when does it start again? Is it Jane Is it first week of January? Last week of
3: December is SEC at least.
1: Okay, well, because they played. Oh yeah, they last. It is last week of December. That's conference play because that's when they play George Mason.
2: Yeah, they'll play George Mason, and then they play Davidson, Dayton. Um La And then they play the Bonnies on January 14th. That's gonna be a fun game. Yeah. And then they play them again in March. They're their second to last game.
1: I'm sure we'll talk about it closer to time, but that's I'm gonna be excited for that.
2: Yeah, I think that was uh that's a pretty good one right there. I'm excited for college basketball is always really exciting, and I'm happy that we're getting into it earlier.
0: Rather yes. than just
2: waiting to March Madness. i say
0: March Madness is gonna be great now that we're into in the NCAA and actually following teams, so we'll actually know how stuff goes in March Madness.
3: Have more teams to be invested in once March Madness starts.
0: Yes. But so since we're all talking about college basketball, we gotta talk about our team.
2: Oh yeah. Purdue
0: spoiler oh, yeah. makers. Purdue. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so sadly, we lost the Rutgers. Yeah. Uh, but sorry. We lost sorry. by two, oh. which sucks. Which means sick. we're now number three. Like Met- Rhett mentioned earlier. But we beat NC State eighty two seventy two Sunday night. So we got Butler this upcoming Saturday. And really nobody till Wisconsin on January third. So hopefully we get a four-game one streak going.
2: I just, I, I'm really impressed at how many teams, or really almost anyone in the top twenty-five could beat anyone on any given day, and that's what's been mm-hmm. really exciting.
0: Oh yeah, I'll say we've, had, is- we've
2: already had like six teams rotate in the for the number one spot. It's yeah. been, it's been really fun to keep up with and watch.
0: Yep. I would say usually that happens in March Madness, but I don't keep up, I never cop, kept up with college basketball to tell if this happened all the time or not. Yeah,
1: college basketball is lit without a doubt like we talk about the the upsets in college football, but there are weekly upsets in college basketball that nobody sees coming.
0: Yeah, especially when it's like a def. I think more non-ranked upsets happen more often than college football.
1: Well, because not, you got of, playing like one to two times a week, right? Instead of just once a week.
0: Yeah true football opportunities for that speaking of college football we got some transfers coming up man
2: yeah it's been it's been a wild early uh into this season and going into this postseason and going into the offseason it has been wild so far we yes, already have the coaching the coaching car- carousel has already been moving super quick and now because of how active the transfers are and how transfer eligibility works like whoo there's been some movement and movement from big names
0: dude i so speaking of that are any of these guys gonna play in their bowl game
3: nope if they put their name in the transfer portal they're not in playing bowl games
0: that's yeah i don't think
2: they're i don't think they're eligible for any postseason that sucks but i like that
0: they don't deserve to play any more games with their team that they're abandoning But the one that got me the most, like, looked into was Spencer Rattler to South Carolina. Because, Rhett, you have investments in them. And my mom, (laughs) I have an investment because of her.
3: So, South Carolina picks up Rattler. And Rattler's tight end comes with him. Uh, Austin Stogner. He was uh, Spencer Rattler's tight end at Oklahoma, and he's going to South Carolina as well. That's a really interesting move for South Carolina. Like, that could work out really well for them. And I also get it from Rattler. Rattler wants to go somewhere where he can start no matter what. And yeah, he does South want- Carolina is a place like that. Like,
1: I doubt, though, he expected to have that competition at Oklahoma.
0: That's very fair. Yeah. So, hopefully, a change in scenery will help his game to game there. So I'm excited for that. Um I, I think we'll really
2: see like, is he the real deal or was he just kind of a fluke because of the offense and the division that he was playing in. And, you know, I think anytime you have somebody that's basically thrown out there as like, he is the guy, he is going to win the Heisman. He's going to do this and that. And I have all these stats after playing just a couple of games. Uh, You know, last year, it's really I'm going to this South Carolina move, even though he's going to be probably happy with one of his better receivers moving with him. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, can he actually show up in the SEC?
0: Yeah, especially because it's SEC. Even if your team is bad in the SEC, you still beat all the teams around you unless you're Vandy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's it's going to be interesting too cuz he's going to have to play some defenses and he may not be used to playing de- playing against defenses other than Oklahoma State.
0: Yeah. Bonix, Rhett, how do you feel about him entering the transfer portal? So I obviously
3: I didn't want to see Bonix go. I liked Bonix. That being said, I was watching an Auburn um, just like a reporter that reports for Auburn, and essentially, Bo Nix and his dad went to the head coach with a list of concerns, and the meeting didn't go the way he wanted. So it's that easy. Like, the you can't go to the coach and say, "I need this, this, this," and change to change, or I'm going to leave. It was essentially a list of demands. I don't blame Bo Nix for leaving, but we uh, tank Bigsby, our top running back, was supposed to leave at the same time. And he had a meeting with the head coach and got talked into staying. So I am very happy with that. But, uh, no, I wish Bo Nix the best wherever he goes.
0: That's cool that they got Tank Bigsby to stay. Mm-hmm. I'll say y'all were invested in him. So sucks you last year quarterback. Do you have any idea of where he would potentially go? Uh,
3: <laughs> Gus Malzahn, the person that initially recruited him at UCF. Damn, uh, I mean, that's my only guess. One. I could see him going other places, but that's the person that initially recruited him at Auburn, and there have been a few Auburn players to flip and go to UCF after uh, Gus Malzon left.
0: Ooh, so. I'm excited to see that then. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Calzada is transferring uh, from Texas A&M. Yeah, he was What's their quarterback
3: on? for one year, Uh, and he just announced out of nowhere that he was transferring. So that, that makes
1: no sense to me. I mean, this is the quarterback that just beat Alabama. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I, where's he? Where's he going to go? Alabama. <laughs> no.
3: He's earned their respect.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: No, Bryce Young's going to be starting for a long time there. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't think Alabama's hurting right now.
0: No, they never are. Keaton Slovis.
3: Yeah, so he was the quarterback at USC um and he announces that he's in the transfer portal two weeks after lincoln riley arrives and lincoln riley got one of the five-star recruit quarterbacks from oklahoma to come with him so this Uh, might just be him transferring out before he gets benched
0: yeah that makes a lot of sense i feel like he's got to be at least a
1: junior because i either was hearing about him before coronavirus like i think i remember hearing his name in 2019 like, he's, I feel like he's been at USC for a hot second. I mean, but then again, I'm pretty sure Bo Nix and I started college at the same time, so I don't really know
3: Bo Nix and Spencer Rattler were the top two quarterbacks in 2019 recruitment, if that says anything.
0: But, yeah, that's a—makes a lot of sense that he's leaving since Lincoln Riley is bringing his five-star recruit with him.
3: Yeah, he's a junior, so he'll have one year.
0: And what about Quinn, Ewer, Quinn Ewers— Going this from Ohio State to Texas.
2: You know, he was the prior to him reclassing, he was the number one what was the number one recruit overall, I believe, for that class. Um, and definitely the number one oh, yeah. and number definitely the number one quarterback. So going to Ohio State, I think he went in because the NIL money. Well, mainly for NIL money, but also Partly because at the beginning when he was reclassing, who was going to get the starting job was still kind of up for grabs. And I think he was vying for like that second spot. And once he didn't get it, I think he realized also how good CJ was and said, okay, if I don't have a chance to really start until my, you know, my junior or senior year, I probably should move on. Like, and he was commit pre- like verbally committed to Texas before going to Ohio State. So I, I don't. I wasn't necessarily surprised by this move, and it's I'm awesome. not as surprised by it because, I mean, he's from Texas, and C.J. Stroud is very good. So I don't think we're lo-
3: necessarily losing anything here. I think it's hilarious how he was verbally committed to Texas, flipped to Ohio State, makes For a the million- body- yeah, makes a million dollars in NIL deals, gets redshirted, and goes back to Texas. And he's still at Texas his freshman year, the year he was supposed to be there if he didn't graduate early. And he, <laughs> he has a million dollars in his pocket.
1: Yeah, exactly. He literally, he pl- I mean, like he played the game. He, he, no kidding, played the NIL game.
3: Yeah.
2: It's ridiculous. <laughs> but now he's got to prove it, oh, like yeah. it. Otherwise, he'll lose
1: some of that money. I mean, but like, so you probably signed those deals in the summer, and then like the beginning of the season. I have to believe you signed those deals in the off season. So I don't think I don't think that you're gonna lose much of that money. I think once your names on, the, you know, your names on the contract, depends on the paper. That's it, right? Well, yeah, it's
2: just a matter of like how long is that contract viable? Was that a one year contract, two year contract? Right. Was there a contingency on like how much he played? That kind of stuff, like. What if he moves, but they're like, eh, you didn't really get any playtime. Nobody really knows your name outside of like the Ohio State and Texas people.
1: Mm, we don't really want to re sign you. Like, what happens then? Exactly. And so I think that's what it's coming down to now is it's, it's the contracts he had, the NIL contracts he had, um, were for our, commercials and businesses located in Ohio. And now basically that money will expire. Like he won't be re-signed for another contract and he'll probably get picked up by some Texas companies, which I have to believe there are plenty going after him.
0: Transfer portal is going crazy with all of those moves, but we got a couple balls coming up before the next time we talk. Um, first one we got, UTSA versus San Diego State in the Tropical Smoothie Go ahead, Rhett.
3: Bowl. You cowards didn't put them in a better bowl. They only had one loss all season. They should be in the Sugar Bowl.
2: At least they're playing a ranked team.
3: Okay, I will give them that.
0: Yeah, that game's December 21st.
3: Yeah, so I think UTSA should win this. Maybe I'm a bit biased on this, but uh, they had a really good season. I think San Diego State is a really good team,
0: but uh, we'll see what happens. Dude, that's going to be a good game. It's to mm-hmm. see if UTSA is real or not. Then we got um, UCF versus Florida and the Union Home Mortgage Bowl. Little in-state bowl action.
3: So who's the real best team in Florida?
0: <laughs> what about this BYU-UAB? Florida How did Florida get a bowl?
3: How did Florida get a bowl? Because they played Florida State in the last game of the season to oh, see which yeah. one of the two got the bowl game.
1: Yeah, I yep. remember that.
2: That's crazy.
3: I mean, LSU got a bowl game too, and they both had fired their, like Florida and LSU had fired their coaches. It's kind of funny.
2: It's kind of has cool that. Has Florida announced an interim?
3: Uh, yeah, they would have had to. I, have I don't see any. No one important.
0: Greg Knox.
3: I. Um, I Honestly would love to see UCF win this game just because it would be funny for UCF to be the best team in Florida.
0: Dude, that is so true. <laughs> that would be so cool for them to win. They have a good chance to.
3: I mean, Florida is hurting right now. Florida. They have an interim head coach. Their team has been awful all year. Like UCF could easily win this game.
0: Yep. Then we Might got
3: the championship banner.
0: <laughs> the independence bowl. We got BYU. Versus UAB. Uh, that will be on Saturday. Let's see if BYU deserves their ranking or not. I don't know how they got such a bad, such a bad bowl, the Independence Bowl, for being ranked. They beat 13.
3: Utah too. Yeah, like uh, this makes no sense to me. How they're playing UAB in the Independence Bowl. This is probably going to be a bloodbath. Like yeah. BYU is so much better than UAB, but uh. I guess that's
0: just how it happened. That's all we got for college football. Well take us in to week fourteen. Alright.
1: NFL week fourteen. Um, we have a lot of news. We have some fun games. Zach was Zach and Artie were at the Falcons game in person. I was at the Broncos game in person. Rhett was holding down the fort back at home because he is engaged and getting ready for a wedding and has no leg hair. Now, a lot of stuff happened this past weekend. Who wants to kick it off first? Rhett, Artie, should I give you the floor since yours is the most recent?
3: Yeah, Cardinals did not look super impressive last night. I mean, they were okay, but uh, I think Kyler Murray had three interceptions. I mean, he's just coming back from injury. Uh, he
2: just had, He only had two. I got it on the list right here.
3: Okay, he had two. I mean, he's just coming back from injury. His connection with D Hop wasn't as good as it normally is. I mean, they're both just coming back from injury, but uh, I think they'll iron it out before they face any uh, major opponents.
0: Dude, who was the cornerback that was covering D Hop that game? Because he was all over him.
3: I don't know. Jalen Ramsey was out, so I don't know. I
2: who can't the remember other who it was, is.
0: but they were highlighting I'll, him. I'll find. I'll find it. Hold on.
2: Darius Darius Williams.
0: Yeah, so Darius Williams was all over Hopkins last night.
2: Yeah, I mean filling in for Ramsey he did a fantastic job yeah he he really like yes D hop still did fine but he was not the number one receiver now they have plenty of people that can be that number one receiver so that's not necessarily a long-term issue probably for the Cardinals but still like you're shutting down one of the best receivers in the game keeping him under 100 yards and very few catches, no touchdowns. So I think it was a very good game by Williams. Stafford, I mean, Stafford went off 23-33 of 33 for three touchdowns, and two of those are just straight bombs. Yep. Uh That's
0: insane, was, man. Tony Michelle
2: fun. went back to that being explosive back that he is, 20 for 79. And Cup, I mean, honestly, I was talking to a friend today. He's Cooper, so good. Cooper Cup might honestly deserve MVP. He might not win it just because of how the MVP voting works. Oh, but wow. But I think Cooper Cup, he's doing something very special. Yeah. This he, year.
0: he is number two right now in runs uh, or yards after uh, after catch.
2: Yeah, and he's number one in receiving yards total.
0: Yeah. And like, I think he's
2: also not her, just good I at think,
0: catching, but he can make people miss.
2: Yeah. And he's running tons of different routes. Like I, I feel like a lot of times when you see people with receiving records, they're really, really good at like running two or three routes. He's doing it in the red zone, deep balls, playing slot, <laughs> go routes. Like he he's is just, so good. I think it's an attestant, a testament to Sean McVay's coaching, the fact that Stafford was an upgrade from Jared Goff and is just able to get the ball in so many different places in so many different ways. And it's just a a testament definitely to the Cooper Cup's versatility, being able to do everything for this team. And now that they have OBJ and Jefferson there and Higby, I mean, they just have so many weapons now on offense for him to throw to that it just makes it so like you can't just double cup. So he's
3: going to get the ball.
0: Yep. And OBJ getting his first touchdown with the Rams last night.
3: It's not the only thing he caught. (laughs) Yeah,
0: <laughs> he did test nah, positive did for just... <laughs> COVID this morning. Wait,
1: did he test positive today for coronavirus? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, are you serious? Yep. Dude, no, seven. We're just, no, we're lying to you.
0: Seven NFL teams have to go virtual. I don't know who all it is. <laughs> Falcons, let's go!
1: Oh look. Yeah, thank God the Falcons didn't lie. But so speaking of liars. And um, other close games, Zach. I'll kick it over to you now. You can discuss the Sunday night football game because you guys almost cucked that one going into halftime. I'm just saying, I was worried.
0: Yeah. Hey. Yeah. The Bears looked good. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I was so impressed.
0: Yeah, the Bears looked good at the beginning. I don't know what happened. I know. Uh, I'm well, very you worried. Really, I mean, <coughs> about you guys Rogers.
1: Got saved by the refs, Zach. When that punt returned, that muffed punt.
0: <clears throat> oh, you know what I found it stupid about that game is you can't return on kicks. Yeah. All you can do is recover it? What?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's different between college and uh, NFL. Dude, that's so
0: lame. I mean, I'm glad. I'm so happy it didn't happen. But dang, dude. That sucks. Mm Mm-hmm. They need to fix that. Everybody was wondering. They're like, what the hell? But yeah, it was...
3: a few years. It's just to prevent injuries. I mean I don't agree with it. Yeah. It's very stupid. If you should be able to catch that and run with it, it looks amazing. It's a great play, but yeah.
0: But that was such a good that was a good game. I'm glad we were able to pull it out in the end and like <clears throat> actually stomp on them like we were supposed to. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers at the end of the game in his press conference or I don't know if it was his press conference, he says he said his toe was hurting even more after the game. So I'm kind of worried about him. And he said oh. surgery is the last option. But he says it's getting worse pretty much. Rex Ryan
3: said it was fine.
0: <laughs> I hope so. Because I feel like when, <laughs> when we need him. <laughs> that, right, that, that joke didn't get enough credit.
1: That's... It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. All right. Well, hey, um, I let you guys both talk about your your teams and your games real quick. And we've already covered the Panthers Falcons. Um, So I'll just make it quick. I did go go to the Broncos game. It was a beautiful day. Pretty warm. I mean, in the 60s here in Denver, Um, the Broncos put in work. Thank you for the weather update. We're talking about football.
3: (laughs) Is Will getting ready to fight already?
1: Yeah, I'm just (laughs) debating if I want to
3: he just bought his uh,
1: standby Sorry. ticket to fly home and beat the <laughs> yeah, shit out I'm of me. I'm just packing my bag real quick. Okay. Well, anyways, as I was saying, um, the Broncos put in work against the Lions as expected, but um, they were playing for their fallen teammate Demarius Thomas, passed away with uh, this past week with a heart attack, and he was in his 30s. So really surprising there. Broncos took care
0: of business. Dude, that the was office. awesome Great. what they did at the beginning of the game.
1: Yeah, it was I mean it was it was, you know, very emotional, super memorable yep. for them to honor
0: him like that. But um much no, more awesome being at it. Sorry, now go on. Yeah. I just wanted to no, no, you you're before fine. you got yeah, off no, the was, beginning of the game. It was
1: super cool, man. I mean, like all right. so I this is the earliest I'd ever gotten to a game too, and so I saw the F sixteens fly right over the stadium to start too. So yeah, it was just a it was just a great kickoff to the game. And like I said, the offense um was, you know, doing fine. The run game they basically destroyed the Lions, which is expected. Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams <clears throat> took care of business. And so um, that's all to say about that game. I mean, gosh, I just cannot wait to go back to another another Broncos game. I and mean, like one that actually matters too. But um, besides that, we had a couple of close ones. Um, okay, so do you guys want to talk about Bill's Bucks? or do you want to talk about the Chiefs? Or, Artie, do you want to talk about your boy Baker?
2: Uh, we don't need to talk about the Browns.
1: Why? Is I'm it because like... they win?
2: Yeah. Okay, fine. I mean, because I don't like it that Lamar got hurt.
1: Yeah, no, I knew I mean, that really stinks about Lamar. Mm-hmm. So, so Bills, Bucks, or Chiefs? What are we thinking? Because <laughs> the Chiefs game might not actually have been a football game. That was a slaughter fest. Well,
3: you <laughs> just said there were a few games that were close. I don't think we can go to the Chiefs after saying that.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so, so we did have 49ers and the uh, Bengals going to OT. And then we had the Bills-Bucks going to OT as well. Burrow could not get it done against the 49ers. Tom Brady proves us that he still does not age and pulls out against your Bills. Zach, I'm sorry about that one.
0: Ah, dude, it was a great tr- comeback try from the Bills. I'm just How much sad. Are you guys down by? It was like 20, 23 to three, 25 to three. Holy cow. I was really hoping it was 28 to 3 because then they would have won. Oh yeah, good point. Whoever's it's down honest. 28 to 3 always comes back and wins. Good point. God. Good point. He's <laughs> right. He is right. So, oh, it was uh, I can't believe we got they got to overtime to be honest. They they um apparently didn't run the ball a single time in the first half, the Bills. Like to single Terry well, or isn't Zach that what Moss. We were didn't we talk about that when they play after they played the Pats? Or no, that was their run defense. Yeah, that was their run defense because Pats ran all over them. But yeah. they didn't run at all, and so they started running the ball in the second half, and it did a lot better. I think they didn't use their run because they weren't as successful with it when they could only run the ball on the Pats game. But yeah, they put it in, but, you know, they lost. It was a great game. It was a very good game going to overtime with the Bucs, that probably at least puts some confidence in them.
1: Yeah, I think that's a morale booster, but I, I have to be honest, Zach, this was kind of do or die for the Bills. Like two I, back-to-back yeah. losses against two tough teams, I, I I, just don't have a good feeling about y'all.
2: Yeah, I still think that the Bills will make the playoffs. I just, when they get into those wildcard games, I just don't know if they have what it takes to get past consistent good teams anymore especially now that their their run defense has just been getting decimated yeah and they don't they don't have a run game so if if you your options are either let josh allen possibly get hurt by having him run the ball or Uh just go going full air raid and you know you're throwing into teams that just like okay we can just drop back five or six guys good luck yep and you're playing teams, and there's so many teams now that even though like this is still like an offensive and passing driven league, there's still still some really really good defenses, and there's going to be a lot of it that they're going to have to play against, especially in the AFC.
0: Yep, and they rely on Josh Allen's legs too much. Oh yeah, they use and him Josh more, Allen is more not than Kyler running backs.
2: No, and he's a good runner, but yeah, he's not like a Lamar or a Kyler
3: Murray or Jalen Hurts.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, Artie, I let Zach talk about Josh Allen. Now I'll let you talk about your boy.
3: Uh, The one that you'd like to add on to his name. Yeah,
1: come on. Come on, come on,
3: come on. Uh, I mean,
2: Joe played really well. I think the 49ers, unfortunately, have just gotten to a point where they are actually a legit team. Their defense has been showing up, especially now with Bosa not being hurt anymore. Um, they have one of the best receivers in the league in Debo Samuel. Brandon Ayuk is now coming back into what everybody thought he was going to be. And their run game is legit. So I think that's just something that a lot of teams are going to have to worry about. I think the Bengals played pretty solid defense, especially prior to overtime. Uh, holding to holding the 49ers to less than, or you know, to 20 points was fantastic. And really, under that, if you don't count that field goal at the end, um I think that they're really good at getting the ball around. I do wish, and I think that the Bengals should have been able to get Joe mixing the ball a little bit more in this game, but Joe played great 348 yards, two touchdowns. There's, I mean, you can't really ask for a ton more, especially against a good defense. So I, I'm okay with it. I think George Kittle and, you know, Jimmy G actually showed up in the game. So good for them.
1: Yeah, that's, that's good for both offenses. Stinks for Joe Burrow. He couldn't get the win. But, That's really all I want to cover from this past week. Gosh, I mean, I don't even want to touch on the Steelers-Vikings. It was... (laughs) The Steelers should never have been in that game, and I'm still upset (laughs) about it. Like, I really am. I cannot believe the Vikings almost blew that one, but I guess that makes sense, (laughs) considering they had just lost to the Lions. Still, um, Steelers-Vikings in a close one. Dalvin Cook is back. Justin Jefferson never left. That's really all you need to know. Now, let's move on to Week 15. No fooling around. Give it to me. Ten words or less. Let's see if we can do it. Rapid fire. Thursday night game. Artie, starting with you. Chiefs, Chargers, what you got?
2: Chiefs, Chargers, Herbert, Mahomes. I really like Eckler in this game. I think that the Chiefs are going to play a weird defense where they're going to try to force Herbert to beat them, but
3: I think it's going to be Eckler all day. What do you think, Rhett? That, was, that no. might have been 50 words. Yeah, that was
1: oh. not words or less.
3: <laughs> Chiefs are back. Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs win. What do you think, Zach?
0: You know, Chargers have been looking good, but Chiefs, uh, yeah, I'm a threat. Chiefs are back. Chiefs got this. Will? I agree with you, Artie. I agree with you, Zach.
1: Chiefs are back, though. This has to be the Chiefs. It was always the Chiefs. Now we move on to the Sneaky Saturday games. Oh, is this the week of the Sneaky Saturdays? Yeah, baby. Okay, all right. This is, okay, this is my favorite time of football season. This is, this is nope. like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. All right, Sneaky Saturday games. Raiders at the Browns. Artemis, you are rolling with your boy Baker.
2: Tell us why. Underwhelming teams. Raiders win. Okay,
1: Artie, you are what just you- on the wrong side of history this week.
3: What do you think, Rick? I think the Browns win. Raiders are hurt everywhere. (laughs) What do you think, Zach?
0: Yeah, I got Browns winning. They just beat the Ravens. Granted, Lamar was out, and they almost came back. I still think Browns got this. Will, who you got? Raiders are on the downfall. Browns are not that
1: bad. Browns. (laughs) I'm noticing a pattern, and it might keep continuing. We'll see. Pats at the Colts. Artemis. Let's see if we team up this time. J.T.
2: versus the Pats. Uh, I'm gonna go Colts. All Colts. I believe in Justin Taylor. Jonathan
3: Taylor. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that Justin Taylor guy is great. Uh, Pats win. What do you think, Zach?
0: Yeah. Um. I got Pats winning this. Will.
1: I'm getting on the Artie train. We're going with Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor versus the entire Patriots team. I still think he wins. Colts. Sunday slates. Let's kick it off with Panthers at the Bills. Artie, it's you versus Ziggy. Why do you win?
2: Superman shows up to this game. He's tired of losing.
3: Panthers all day. What do you think, Rhett? Completely agree. Cam Newton is the Lord and Savior. What do you think, Zach?
0: Panthers just lost to the Falcons bills are gonna wreck them like they're gonna wreck us i got bills winning will
1: i i have to be honest i really want cam newton to do well and so that bias is coming out because i didn't i didn't hate the bills i don't hate the bills now but i do kind of despise the bills zach i'm sorry you just can't why do you you despise them because you just can't win everything, Zach, and that it's just not fair. It's not fair, okay? And what do you mean fair? I
0: can't win everything?
1: You can't win everything. It's not fair. Wildcat offense, wildcat, wildcat. <laughs> Panthers win. Falcons at the 49ers. Artie, kick us off.
2: I think it's going to be a battle of two uh, slightly above average teams. I think Falcons keep it hot. We're going Falcons.
3: What do you think, Rhett? Oh my God. Yeah, I have no faith. I think Shanahan wins. What do you think, Zach?
0: I, I can't ever go against my team except last week. Or not last week. Two weeks ago when we played the Bucks, And I'm not doing it again. Let's go Falcons. Well,
1: Never won against the Falcons. Not starting now. Falcons take this one. I'm not even going to have to lose sleep on this game. Packers at the Ravens. Ooh, this will be a spicy matchup. All right, Ziggy, what you got?
0: Wait, let's go Green Wait, Bay. Nope,
1: nope, <laughs> nope. Zach is to go first
0: packers I make rules around here packers easily got this especially if ravens or if lamar is out for the game okay. i still think we got it they play down to teams they don't play up to them okay Artie, who you got
2: if lamar is healthy i'm gonna go ravens because i think that they'll play up to their potential uh because he has shown up in some big games if not packers what do you think rep
3: yeah, I don't think Lamar is going to make this game. If he does, he's on a sprained ankle, and Lamar not being able to run is bad. Uh, Packers win. What do you think, Will?
1: I have to agree.
0: Devontae Adams is going to put in work. Packers win this football game. Texans. I at- am s- I am so happy you were all for the Packers that game. I was kind of scared. Yeah. It's just- oh, we're not rooting for them. We're I know. That's fine. Game. I don't care if you're not rooting for them. I might be. I still like to you pick. picking them.
1: Don't make me go and change my pick. Texans act the Jags. Oh my gosh. This is a disgusting matchup. Right in time for Christmas. I am so excited. Merry,
2: Merry Christmas to us. Jags win.
3: Urban Meyer saves his job. What do you think, Brett? <laughs> is beating the Texans warrant saving your job? Well, losing it would cost you your job, so probably. Yeah, no, Urban gets fired after this one. Texans win, barring a trainer accident with Tyrod Taylor. Uh, What do you think, Zach?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I got Texans because Jags just aren't it, and Texans actually look good in some games. Well. Urban Meyer gets an early Christmas present in the form of
1: an extended vacation. Texans win. Texans win. Titans at the Steelers. Oh my gosh. I don't... I, this game sounds disgusting. What do you guys have? Uh, We'll start with you, Rat, Why not?
3: Uh, Titans win, even with a lot of injuries. Steelers suck. Big Ben needs to retire. What do you think, uh, Artie? Titans win this one easily. I, I hate Schittsburg.
2: I'll never root for them. What do you think, Zach?
0: Yeah, Titans are good. You got Will. I'm going to have to go with
1: Titans. I think Big Ben might be dead by the end of the game. Cardinals at the Lions. Artemis, never mind. Rhett, it's your boy. Uh, Cardinals win by 50. What do you think, Will? Uh, you know what? This is a letdown spot. Cardinals do not win by 50. Cardinals barely win by two touchdowns. This is a letdown spot. Remember, I was the only one who said the Lions would beat the Vikings. I'm just saying. You also said the Lions
3: would win every week for 10 weeks straight and finally got one.
1: In the words of Will Barnes, in the words of Smash Mouth, I'm a believer. All I'm saying is Cardinals are coming off a tough loss against the Rams at home. Now they're going to Detroit. This is a letdown spot. They need to come out ready to smack them in the mouth. or Otherwise, they're going to be looking up in the fourth quarter and barely winning by two tutties ziggy
0: i got the cardinals definitely winning this easily
1: Artie, who you got
0: yeah cardinals win this
2: one the lions are terrible
1: yeah
2: <clears throat> moving on
1: all right jets at the dolphins um we talked earlier about cooper cup being one of the best receivers surprisingly Jalen waddle has had like He's, like, in the top five for receptions this year. Just wanted to throw that out there. Jets, Zach Wilson, he looks like he's got a bad case of the yips. So, already, do the Dolphins win this? Yes or no?
2: Yeah, Dolphins all day. I think Tua's coming back hot. They're actually one game out of playoffs, and I think they're motivated. So, I'm going to go Dolphins winning this one. What do you think, Ray?
3: Yeah, Dolphins win this one easy. Um, what do you think, Zach?
0: Dolphins are much better than the Jets. They got it. Will?
1: Yeah, no, I think it's pretty simple, and it does worry me that we're all on the same side, because like, the Jets did beat the Bills, and I'm trying not to remember that, trying to have short-term memory, and say the Dolphins should win this. I, I, I'm really hoping the Dolphins pull this one out. Just because I'm going to feel... I'm, it's just... It's another letdown spot. It's literally another letdown spot. Sorry, that was not the Bills that the Jets beat. They beat the Titans. <clears throat> Cowboys at the Giants. Artie, who's going to win MVP this year?
2: Unfortunately, I don't think Dak will, but they're still going to win this game because the Giants are terrible. All right. Zeke's going to run all over the Giants, uh, just like uh, Fernette did. So I'm going to go with Cowboys. What do you
3: think, Rhett? I agree. Cowboys win this game. What do you think, Zach?
0: Cowboys all day. Will? Yeah, no. Cowboys should win this one. I think Dak
1: Prescott could make a uh, candidate case for MVP, but, I mean, they're going to have to switch to the passing game for that in the the final stretch of the season, so otherwise, there's no chance. Cowboys should win this one easily. Alright, Washington football team at the Eagles. I don't know if Jalen Hurts is backer yet, so Artie, tell me what you think.
2: I believe he's probable, but I don't know how much the ankle injury is going to affect him. I still think Eagles win this one, because regardless whether it's him or Gardner Minshew, I think that they beat Washington. Especially if Heineke's out. What do you think, Rhett?
3: I agree. I think the Eagles are actually like a half decent team. Um I think Jalen Hurts is a really good quarterback. What do you think, Zach?
0: It's a tough one. Eagles can either play well or they just suck. And Washington football is the same way. So I'll have to go Eagles. I think Eagles Wait. can take it. Wait. Well
2: Duke is winning sixty I... to twenty seven right now.
3: They're project- projected Jeez. to win by forty. Who is Duke? Duke.
1: Duke. Oh They're my gosh. SC State. 60 that's forty-seven. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, will be honest. At first, I was gonna say the Washington football team because I believed more in Tyler, Taylor Heineke than I did in the backup. But then I remembered that Philadelphia's backup is Gardner Minshew, so I'm rolling with the Eagles. We're going with that Minshew magic. Eagles. Actually, I'll phrase it this way. Eagles, if Minshew's starting. Football team, if Hurts is starting. I'm just not certain about him coming back from injury, how he's going to do. He's not Alvin Kamara. Bengals at the Broncos. Artie, I wish you would fly out here and go to this game with me, but you will not. That's
2: not my fault. Well,
1: I have other things going on in my life. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough.
2: But, I will be watching it for you, and I'll be looking for you if you're there. I might be. We'll see.
0: Dude, that'd be a fun game to go to.
2: I gotta go with
3: Joe Burrow. All day, baby. Bengals, what do you think, Rhett? Completely agree. I think Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow, the Joes, they're just a good football team. What do you think, Zach?
0: Oh, yeah, I'll have to go with Bengals. Broncos looked good last week, but it was against the Lions, so definitely Bengals. Will?
1: I think this is going to be a really close game. I'm going with the Broncos. I, I'm going down with the ship. I'm really sorry. But I trust Teddy B. So, yeah, we're sticking with the Broncos. I think it could happen. I think it could happen, but it's going to be a tough game. Broncos could pull it out. Now, Seahawks at the Rams. Artie, go ahead.
2: Yeah, Zach's already typing my name on the Rams side.
3: Rams are the best team in football. Go Rams. What do you think, Rhett? Russell Wilson. Tyler Lockett. DK Metcalf. Seahawks win this game. What do you think, Zach?
0: Dang. You're all, all hype on them all of a sudden.
3: No, screw the Rams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just because I already took 10 bucks from you. Or was it a pizza? I don't
3: even care about the 10 bucks. No, he still owes me a pizza. That's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're still waiting on the pizza. Red, right, do you want to come over and build my Lego
2: site with me and eat pizza?
0: Yeah, let me know when. Okay, cool. And I got the Rams. Well,
1: God, I want so much to root for chaos. But no, the Rams are good. I got to go with the Rams. Unless, nah, not there. Saints at the Bucks. Oh, speaking of rooting for chaos, here we go, boys. Saints at the Bucks. Um, I'm going to take this one to start with. I'm going to take the ball. Alvin Kamara, he is going to be the reason that the Saints will pull this game out. It's going to happen. I'm calling it now. Saints can win. Saints can win. Taysom Hill, Wildcat offense. Saints win this game.
2: Go ahead, Artie. Bucks, Brady. Yeah. Battlestar no. Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. Go Saints.
3: What do you think, Rhett? Y'all are insane. Brady wins this game by himself. Uh, we're what do you in think? Zach? Saints.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, whenever I'm with y'all next time, I want to. Did you just game. say
2: we're in Saints? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I need to go to sleep. was insane. <laughs> I need y'all to give me some of the juice that you're on. Because I got Bucks winning this.
1: Monday night, Vikings at the Bears. Um, uh, who wants to start this one? I don't care. Me, me, me. Pick me. Okay, go ahead. Bears win.
2: I think Justin Fields is finally figuring it out. And Nagy's having fun actually calling decent plays. I think the Bears win. Vikings should win it. But I think the Bears will win.
3: What do you think, Rhett? The Vikings are not a bad 6-7 team. I think the Vikings win this. What awesome. do you think, Zach?
0: Dude, Vikings do seem good, but the way the Bears played the Packers in the first half this past weekend, I got the Bears this game. I don't like saying it, but yeah. Will, who you got? <laughs> okay, the Vikings lost to the Lions, but they didn't
1: have Dalvin Cook. But... The Bears almost beat the Packers. They just forgot to play a second half. And the Packers had literally everybody. I think that I think Artie is right. I think that the Bears have figured it out. Um man, this is this is a toss-up game to me. It's just I don't know, man. The Vikings lost to the Lions. It has to be the Bears. It has to be the Bears. Barnes Bears beats Brave Birds Pod. Battlestar Galactica.